Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? Here I am back, Eshin Brenda Shoshana, with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And maybe that's all that needs to be said, everyday life. Life. Zen practice is about exactly that. Every on and on, we repeat again and again. Every day, every day. And it's about the day, this day. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, right now, today. Not even this day, but this moment. And of course, life, 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 life. What is that? You know, we're all actually profoundly, deeply in inevitably immersed in the great ocean of life every moment, every breath we take. We wouldn't take that breath if we weren't in the very heart of life. Life is breathing us. We think we're breathing. We're not breathing. We're being breathed by life. We are fully alive right now, just as we are. However, And maybe this is what I should call the episode, The Mad Mind Sings. (laughs) There's a song going on, very loud, very noisy sometimes, very compelling, distracting, absorbing. It's the sound of our mind carrying on, singing, dancing, presenting pictures, thoughts, hopes, ideas. On and on and on. It pops up from out of nowhere. Nowhere at all. At the most unfortunate times sometimes. But it just pops up and it sings its song. It is almost like a song. It really hit me the other day. I was waiting to go to a birthday party. And (coughs) sitting in the car. It was a surprise party. And we hadn't been able to get together. There were about seven or eight of us, the family for this particular person's birthday. So I got there early and I'm sitting in the car around the corner, waiting, excited. And another son who brought me there was taking a walk and I'm sitting there excited, waiting to the time to come to get out of the car, go into my other one's apartment and all of us celebrate together. And it was a very beautiful day, a beautiful day. And sitting there waiting and suddenly, boom, the noise of screaming, yelling, carrying on from out of nowhere, surrounding me. Oh my goodness, what is that? Where is it coming from? The next thing I knew it was right down my street with people peering into my car window. And I thought, oh, the mad mind is singing. That was my first strong thought. Noise, commotion, images that could have looked threatening if I let them carry me away, which I did not, did not. I saw for a moment, I stepped back for a moment, something inside of me just saw it as it was for that moment. And I smiled at the faces, waved a little, they quickly took off. And before long, everything got very quiet again. A burst and then quiet again. And I, of course, I couldn't help think about this quite a bit, how this is so, such a paradigm of our life itself. That was very dramatic, the way it happened, and very visual and 
seem to be happening very vividly, but it also happens in our mind at times. We'll be everything will be lovely. We'll be sitting and then boom, an explosion of noise, commotion, maybe fearful images and so forth. So what has all this got to do with Zen practice and with our everyday life? And of course, the answer is everything, everything. That moment was the epitome of Zen practice, the epitome. Not only that moment, but actually every moment. How am I going to, I, you, how are we going to respond to this kind of burst from the mad mind, this song? It's a, it's a song, a, a song, dissonant, noisy, but a song. It was one of the mad mind songs. And why do I say mad mind? Why do I call it a mad mind? Do I mean an angry mind? Sometimes it's an angry mind. Sometimes it's just crazy mind. And what do you mean by crazy? I mean... It has its own, this mind, logical, and we all are embedded also in this mad mind. It has its own logic, its own demands, its own world. It has a world apart from the world. It's like a firecracker going off. And most difficulty comes because we take that for reality. That's all there is, just that. We take that for being real and we take, we identify with it. Where do I stand with relation to this? What's my role in this mad mind's play? We identify with the person who's subjected to it. We we have a lot of confusion about what that explosion really is, where it's coming from, and how best to handle it or to be with it. <clears throat> so Zen practice, which is, I, I say over and over, which is so simple, simple, just sitting on our cushion or our chair or the bench, wherever you're sitting, and in times of practice, usually finding a relatively quiet spot and not moving and just breathing or being breathed. And inevitably, we this mad mind erupts even on our cushion. Thankfully, it does. Thankfully, thankfully. So we become acquainted with it. We get to know what it is. We get to understand it or to see it for what it is, is a better way of putting it. We get to just see it for what it is truly is. If we don't really get to become acquainted with this mad mind within, and it's within all of us, within or without, I mean, it's both within, without, all over. I don't say within and without in that way, but I'm just saying it in terms of we all are part, we all experience that in this world. It's also called the will of karma, it has many, many, many names. It's been designated in so many ways. But what I'm referring to and what we refer to in Zen practice, we go back to the experience itself. Not the names or the labels we put on it, but to that experience itself. Always returning to the direct experience itself. Now, that might seem very frightening to return to that experience of it. 
In fact, most of us want to get away from the experience of it. We label it, give it a name, give it a concept. We run away from it. We push it away in all kinds of ways. However, counterintuitively, when we do that, it keeps it stuck and froze it in a kind of a form. But when we return to the direct experience of it itself, it dissolves, strangely enough. Not only does it dissolve, but we receive a very different and much deeper and penetrating insight into what's really going on here. When we return to the actual experience of it, the confusion about it leaves. Now, that's a very important point. Because is it the experience itself that's so awful? Or is it the confusion about it that leaves us disabled, confused? We don't know what's happening, what to do, what's going on. It's the confusion that takes our natural intuitive knowingness away. And confusion never comes from the direct experience itself. It comes from all the different contradictory ideas and labels and expectations that we hold. And that's an incredibly important point. And it's a very pivotal aspect of Zen practice, extremely pivotal. Return to the experience itself. Even on the cushion, maybe some memories will explode or fears or whatever is going to come up. Return to the breath, the experience of breathing. Return to the experience of sitting here, right now, on the cushion. Return to the koan, which is really another way of returning to the experience of the koan, of the moment. These are all ways of taking you back home, to the essence, to the center to the heartbeat of what's going on. And when you do that, you're not thrown around by it. You're not confused by it. You're right in the middle of it. You're right in the center of it. You're right in the harmony with it. And you, of course, then immediately can respond much differently, much more appropriately. And you're not also left confused. You might be left shaken a little bit, okay, but that's not confused. It's the confusion that really takes away our power from us of knowing who we are, where we are, and what to do. It's running into our head and thinking, thinking, obsessing about it. Does it mean this? Does it mean that? What should I, should I have done this? Should I have done that? Why didn't I predict this? On and on and on. The mad mind is singing its song. Like some kind of a chorus in the background or often the foreground of our lives. It's a, and it carries on as if it knows. <laughs> as if it is so smart, as if it has all the answers and it's protecting us and guiding us. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> That's part of the illusion that the mad mind creates. <clears throat> and we listen to it. 
unfortunately, we it's so loud sometimes, so noisy, and so pseudo dramatic. <clears throat> Sorry, apologize. <clears throat> that at times we listen to not 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 at times, but it can block out our attention, grab our attention, so that we can't return. It's where we always can, of course, but it seems like we cannot just come home to the experience right now, to the simplicity, to the moment. And in the moment, when we're fully present and experiencing that moment as it is, there's no danger. No matter what's happening, it's fine. It's fine, and we actually know exactly what to do. In that moment, when I saw that person's young man, actually, his face peering in my window of the car, trying to frighten me, making strange faces, actually, he looked funny. I started to smile. And when I smiled, he looked shocked. I wasn't going along with his dance. It didn't, it wasn't striking me intuitively, fundamentally, the way he thought it might. I was simply being with my experience, not with his experience. I wasn't leaving home. When you leave your own experience of the moment, you're leaving home. I stayed home. I stayed in my experience. And I actually waved at him. That actually broke the whole thing. He looked shocked. He was was confused. (laughs) Then he smiled and he just took off. Took off right away. So interesting. So interesting. Now that kind of response to whatever arises from the mad mind comes from sitting, practicing zazen. Sit on the cushion, practicing it in the kitchen, practicing it everywhere in our life. It's a training. It's a training. It's a training in coming home to yourself, to your own experience, not getting carried away in some other experience that someone else wants you to have or that the mad mind is presenting. Just coming home. You, it's not like you're blocking it out. You see it. You see and hear whatever it is that the mad mind is offering, but you're not thinking about it. You're not letting any kind of fear take over. You are returning to your fundamental experience, to your own inner knowingness. You know, there's a beautiful way to describe that. Um, It's a saying, it's not mine, but it says, you're returning to the one within who knows the way. It's really beautiful. There is one within us, all of us, who knows. Who knows what this mad mind is? It knows the way. It's the one who smiles. It's the one who responds beneficially. You can't dream it up in your mind, in your head, but it's there inside of you. And so our practice is the practice of returning to that all the time. It's a lovely way to live. Lovely. There's a beautiful other phrase that says, return to me and I will return to you. 
How beautiful. Of course, if you return to that one, you're with it. It's returning to you. You are one with it. So that is a beautiful way of thinking of this or of talking about this amazing practice. It's so simple and it's so healing, clarifying, powerful, and the principles are they're for everyone, they're universal, they're for all of us together to taste and to put into action. So I uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. It's always wonderful to talk to you, even though many of you I know and many of you out there I don't know, and I like that. <laughs> it's so much fun thinking, my goodness. It's beautiful, people listening. I, we haven't met, but we know each other well. <laughs> beautiful. So thank you again. If you want to email me, I'm always available. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And the URL for this website is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. I'm going to be doing a lovely Zen talk and workshop on making your life into a Zen koan this Sunday for the Inisfada Zen group online. Everything is on Zoom. And if you would like to join us, you can. You can email me at topspeaker at yahoo.com and I will send you all the, um, the Zoom information. It, no charge at all. Just join us and have a beautiful morning if you care to. It's just an offer. Okay, take good care and have a wonderful day. Bye.